You're listening to SBS News. The streets of Kyiv may appear calm, with residents visiting parks and strolling through the city. But many are worried about the effect the war is having, like this resident, Diana Prokhorenko. I am very worried about our soldiers. It is very difficult for them. It's winter, it's cold. I watch the news and there are small children dying and it's terrible. Council authorities in Kyiv have sounded the air alarm three times this week, but it doesn't compare to the bombardment elsewhere. In Bakhmut, volunteers are reporting Russia is shelling the city constantly and its troops are trying to encircle it. Two people, including a 12-year-old boy, have been killed in an attack on a residential area of the city, while at least five others have been injured. Separately, a large Russian force has launched an assault on the Ukrainian-held bastion of Volodar this week, further south along the same eastern front. Russia claims to have gained a foothold there, but Ukraine says it's largely repelled that attack so far. For some Ukrainians like Vladislav, it's clear what the ongoing response should be. Ukraine needs more equipment for victory. That's all. Much of that equipment is coming from Ukraine's Western allies. Foreign Minister Dmitryo Kuleba has reported during a briefing that Ukraine will receive 120 to 140 tanks, while the United States has announced 60 Bradley fighting vehicles are being sent over. Poland is already in the middle of training soldiers to join combat battalions. Warrant Officer Sebastian Zapikra is the head of the Leopard 2 training mission. We see three versions of Leopard 2 tanks behind me. The earliest version is Leopard 2A4, the next one is 2A5 modernized by Bundeswehr, and the latest tank we received in our training center, Leopard 2PL. We are currently training soldiers from the 15th Brigade, and we train them on those three models of tanks. And after two months of training, they are completely prepared to join the crew. Meanwhile, Alexei Reznikov, the Ukrainian defence minister, has been meeting with France and its defence minister, Sebastian Lecourneau. He says aircraft has been the focus of much of those talks. We discussed the uh, possible model of aircraft or fighter jet as a platform. We didn't discuss the uh, name or the brand. Uh, We discussed the platform because it's our um, necessitative uh, to s- strong to make stronger our capability to, to 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 defend our airspace because the aviation tactical aviation is a part of the air defense systems of, of, of in any countries and in Ukraine <coughs> itself. The French minister has remained tight-lipped about what he is going to provide and whether it will include possible training of Ukrainian pilots on Mirage fighter jets. He says there are no taboos on sending the jets, but he has also emphasised the existence of multiple conditions, as already outlined by French President Emmanuel Macron. I have just confirmed to you, for the French side, the shipment of 12 new Caesar cannons in the coming weeks. For pilot training, this is part of our conversations today, and this is part of the overall professional analysis. But Ukraine's Minister Reznikov says they're optimistic about getting what they've asked for. I don't know how uh, quick it will be, the, this response from the 
uh, Western Airlines. But you know that one year ago, when I was in Washington, D.C., I asked about the Stinger. And the answer was, it's impossible, Alexei. You know, it became possible. Russia is also further turning to its allies, including Belarus and China. Currently on a state visit to Zimbabwe, Belarus's President Alexander Lukashenko has declared his country is willing to offer more assistance to Moscow, although he maintains they don't need anything right now. But it's China that the NATO military alliance is worried about. Speaking during his visit to Japan, NATO Secretary General Jens Stoltenberg has said Beijing is monitoring developments carefully. If President Putin wins in Ukraine, this would send a message that authoritarian regimes can achieve their goals through brute force. This is dangerous. Beijing is watching closely and learning lessons that may influence its future decisions. In much of Europe, however, Russia is finding few friends. Ukraine is on a mission to have the country banned from the next Olympic Games, with former boxer Vladimir Klitschko lending his support to those calls. You propose to authorize Russian and Belarusian athletes to participate in the Paris Games. I tell you, the Russians are Olympic champions in crimes against civilians. They have the gold medal in deportation of children and rape of women. You cannot put your Olympic emblem on these crimes because you will be in accomplice with this abominable war. Do not do this. Otherwise, you will betray the Olympic spirit. In response, the organising committee has confirmed existing sanctions against Moscow will stand. Deborah Grok, SBS News. 